Welcome to an all-new season of Reality Bites, a podcast about sex, love, relationships, and dating in the digital age. I'm Courtney Kosak. I'm Sophia Alexandra. And I'm Dave Rankin. And we're three friends with three different relationship statuses just trying to figure it out. So get the download every Wednesday. Welcome to Reality Bites, a podcast about sex, love, relationships, and dating in the digital age. I'm Courtney Kosak. I'm Sophia Alexandra. And I'm rocking Dave Rankin. <laughs> oh my God. Tune in to KLOS. What do you guys think? Is that? <laughs> I that, love it. That's who I am now. It's DJ Dave. He will date your daughter, DJ Dave. He will date your mother, DJ Dave. He doesn't date anyone age appropriate. No one asked for that ad. What was the movie that Amy Schumer was in last? I feel pretty. I feel pretty. That you doing that voice reminded me of Michelle Williams in that movie where it's I like that voice. I her. love she uses this like little baby voice and it's like the whole plot line. It's, it's so, so good. It's got this little quality. That's what I sound like. And you're also like we've grown up with Michelle Williams. So like we know how she's supposed to sound. So you're kind of like, oh, my God, when it like happens. a beautiful angel. Yeah. You're like, that's interesting. Um, so Sophia, what's new on the baby front? Baby update. Are you ready for baby talk? Do you think there will be a baby? No one knows. Tune in for baby talk. We're going to play that every time. Okay, great. We promise we won't. <laughs> Look, this is We're the only. It out. If you guys have any hints, this is the only thing I asked for when I agreed to do this podcast. <laughs> no, that I record a baby talk segment. Sophia song. misheard podcast. She heard band, and now we just like try to get. We're like less singing. <laughs> Why won't you let a tone deaf woman's dreams come true? <laughs> okay, so you went to the fertility. Yeah, so we went to the um, surrogate agency. Mm. They warned us it was going to be a four-hour meeting, and it legit was four hours. And it was like an hour with the lawyer, an hour with the like uh, caseworker, an hour with the psychologist. It was like, okay, I want this baby, but I'm also super bored. <laughs> I know that you're probably like, she's not ready to be a mom. You're not wrong. <laughs> but they were like saying a lot of information that was like not useful, where they would be like, this is what it would be like if we did this in another state. And I'm like, okay, but we're not in another state. Mm. So why did I just listen to that? I mean, it's a big, like, a definitely like legal and yeah. moral, like, yeah, but it's like, I was like, I'm a words person. I could streamline this four hour meeting and like to like a cool hour and a half and sure, everybody would sure. just have a lot less to do. Um, but I mean, they didn't ask that for me. <laughs> so I just sat there and I listened for four hours and I stayed awake. So this is what you have to do to have a baby. Give me that baby. Is it an agency that you think you'll, you guys will go with? Um, yeah, we're not going to like, we're not interviewing agencies. Like we're just doing this one. So. Is your baby Raptor? <laughs> Our baby's doing uh, JFL new faces on reps in the God, womb. God, that is so offensive. In the womb, <laughs> they love they. I mean, they already think what the baby's too old. They told me they're like that baby's too old for the industry, but 
you're, we're so gonna your go to champs. potential baby's already associated with an agency. It's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, that baby has. I, and has I've a, been in the game for almost a decade. That baby nothing. has a better agent than I do. 100%. <laughs> Can you tell there are three thirsty comedy people? Yeah. Are so <laughs> sad right now. Jesus. I know. Um, no, but basically, uh, they were like, "Do you have any deal breakers for like the surrogate?" And I was like, "Yes, no Trump supporters." And then Max was like, oh, I hadn't even considered what would be a deal breaker. And I was like, I've thought about this a lot. He, didn't, he couldn't think of any? Yeah, he was just like, well, because they really do an extreme like vetting process. There's like, you can't be like, I don't want her to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Like that's been taken care right. of. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I don't want her to be crazy. Yeah, they got that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like after that, it's like, well, what do you want? Just specifics. So yeah, I was like, the, and to me, I'm like, I don't care if the person's a Republican or whatever. I trust a Republican to carry my baby. I don't trust a Trump supporter mm. to do much. Also like DNA gets mangled in there and like you really, the person that carries your baby, there is a DNA exchange and so like in 18 years from now, it's like, no, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> like subtle and, you know, microscopic or whatever. But and it's like, like, I could honestly, yeah. And it's like different if you support Trump still, it's like, I want to make that uh, it, the people who voted for him, I feel like a bunch of them are sorry now. And like a bunch of them are not anyway. And then the other thing I was like, I want the home to be peaceful. Like, I don't want it to have a lot of like mm -hmm. anger or yelling. I say this as a former like rageaholic <laughs> who like, you know, kind of grew up in a home where like my mom yelled and I would like had to yell back because like, you know, that's how you like stay alive in a household that has that. And my mom had a really stressful like time moving me over here. And, you know, it obviously like wore on her to being a single parent and like moving us to this country from like the Ukraine when I was like, you know, pretty young, I was 11. So I get it. But also I was like, I know what it's like to be in a angry atmosphere. And like, I know the babies can hear in the womb. And it's like, I don't want that mm -hmm. to be a thing. Um, and those are really my only two deal breakers. Make babies great again. <laughs> you know? That was it. Yeah. What those were my only two. And then the, everything else is I'm like, you know, I, if the person is doing this incredibly generous thing yeah. for you, then, I mean, I don't have anything else that I want them. They said things that made me laugh. They were like, just so you know, you know, these probably aren't people who are going to go to prenatal yoga. I was like, bitch, I wouldn't go to prenatal <laughs> yoga. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a lot to ask someone who's making another person to do. I'm like, yeah, could you also be an elite athlete? Thanks so much. You know, like they already have their own kids. No. That's one of the things that you have to have to be a surrogate is you have to oh. have had your own kids already okay. so that they know. Proofs you know in the pudding. <laughs> they want you to know what it's like to have been pregnant. So you're not just saying that you'll do that for somebody and you don't know what the process is like. And they want to know that you can deliver safely and easily. Mm -hmm. So those people who are volunteering have a family and they have kids and like, I'm not expecting them on top of being a mother and like, you know, working to also go to prenatal yoga and like, I don't know, you know, live that like press juice life or whatever. I don't Do they have like levels that. to like, well, if you want her to go to prenatal yoga, it's going to be You got to pay much. for it. I don't <laughs> think so. But you can ask for whatever. But you also at a certain point, it's like you're trusting them, you know. What yeah. about you're, diet? You know what their diet yeah, is? Yeah, you can say I would love it if you ate organic you know, but again, what are you there at Whole Foods with them or whatever? And also Whole Foods is really expensive. And again, these people have families. I'm not like a monster. 
you know? And also my mom grew up in the Soviet Union. I don't know what was sprayed over our fruit and vegetables. They tasted delicious, way mm. better than here, but yeah, you know, who knows what happened? I lived, uh, I, I spent a summer like reasonably near Chernobyl when I was a kid, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> no, I had cancer. The ship has sailed. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to like keep this woman to standard. I wouldn't hold to. Totally. Yeah. It's an so, interesting yeah. process. And it is kind of like dating because like you fill out a profile that describes who you are and then you browse surrogate moms and they browse, I guess, parents and they kind of have a couple that they've looked at and like you a have Tinder a couple. swiping situation. It is like a Tinder situation. It's like an okay Cupid. Yet. It's like more of an okay Cupid situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, was going to donate my eggs at one point. So there's like... I mean, this is a slightly different process, but you do the same sort Similar. of like profile thing. And there's like a double sided where they're looking at profiles, but you would also like I got hit up a couple times. Um, yeah, that cocoa sperms. Hi, you guys. Lady <laughs> they, sperm. Lady sperm. They did. I th- Some woman like Brazilian woman wanted. I thought about it. I don't know. Anyway. I smoke too much weed to I know that was really sad. Like, I'm not quitting quitting weed for this. <laughs> I was on like a sort of sober stint when this was happening, but still I was like, I my lifestyle can't clean up to pass all these stuff. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> but I'm glad you knew that about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I have anyway, two boys on ice is what we have. Two boys on and ice. And we would be putting one of them into the lady at a time. And uh, so now you're going to get like more specific info about each lady, right? Yeah. Now, like we make our profile and give it to them. Then they like give us notes. I don't know. So it feels like this is what I want. I want an Adam Rippon to come (laughs) skating out of your vagina in nine months. (laughs) And I will not accept any baby other than that. He will already be wearing... Some type of glitter, and that's what I'm gonna. That's what I get. And if oh it's not God. that, look, I'm out. I would love a gay son, but she's not gonna make him gay. Mm. My genes, if possible, <laughs> are gonna make that baby gay. And look, I'm gonna take all the precautions. <laughs> no, there are no precautions <laughs> to make your baby gay. I would love it if there were. Again, if you know of any <laughs> remedies that I could. I think you already like your this genes are a little all, gay. Like you're, I mean, I'm bi. The baby is a pretty good shot. I yeah, so. you're, you're, yeah, yeah. Everything's just rolling the dice. But anyway, uh, there's a big chance that the baby will be twins because apparently when they do the kind of testing they do, when they like make an embryo, they like take a little bit out of, they scoop it a little out. And I guess the theory is, is that the baby keeps dividing not the baby, the embryo keeps dividing after in the womb. So I guess the instance of like getting twins is like one in 50 or one in a hundred or something, which is insane. And I'm like, well, from zero to two babies seems like a lot. And then Max goes, actually, I think it'd be adorable. You know, we could just like knock them out. I was like, <laughs> knock them out. I, I was love like, his efficiency. <laughs> I was like, I, yeah. Max is such an efficient person. But I was also like, I don't think you know how babies work because I was like, it's not like if because they're twins, they'll be like pooping and eating at exactly the same time. Exactly. You know, it's I'm like, one difference. is eating, the other one's pooping. Like, one is sick, the other one one's burping. Like, I think he thinks that they're like <laughs> synchronized, Red like rum. robots. Yeah, and I'm like, no, dude, that's not how they work so it's nice to know that my my grown-ass husband does not understand how twins work yeah that is- i'm like they're not like appearing like they're on the shining doing the exact see, same thing no i see i see his mentality it is like there are like a couple painful years especially 
at both like you know terrible twos and then again when they're like teenagers and like you could just ride that out all at the same time there there's like sounds so then one then then <laughs> another one a few years later like yeah some some women are like that with getting pregnant like it's like okay why am i gonna like get my body like back again and then just like wait a couple of years like they just want to do it back to back well twins though carrying twins is high risk that's why they don't do it now at all on purpose that's oh like no a, no no um, but i just mean i'm talking about women that are having one one kid and then they have another one that's their whole prerogative it's just like let's get it over with but yeah, yeah. anyway you anyway it's weird looking like this is the closest i'm gonna get to tinder you guys Getting another lady pregnant. Swiping, yeah. It's pretty far. It's pretty, it's, right? It's far, but it's, you know, ultimately same same ending. Same. Yeah, it, we all end up. Yeah. I think the quality is probably higher. Probably, I mean, yeah, they're yeah. going to weed out people in a way that, you know, is impossible like to all do men. in your So you really weeded out all the men. So Oh, you know, it can be a gay couple. Hmm? Like, they, like, it doesn't have to be a straight couple who has my baby. Oh. Uh, it can be a gay couple. Cool. Oh, I thought you were saying like the tw- twins. Can come out married. That's <laughs> yeah. what I want. I want them to be <laughs> related like, and married. The gay part's fun. The incest part, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just have wild ass ideas about what pregnancy is like. Couple skating, I meant. Couple skating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this has been wild, but let's talk about our guest today. She was so lovely to talk about. Yeah, speaking of people I want to get pregnant, really excited (laughs) about this guest. (laughs) Scow Derwood. She is a comedian. Chanteuse. True. Both of those (laughs) things are true about her. She also plays the ukulele. Yes. And And like, not just to be like a twee fuck. No. Like, (laughs) (laughs) she does it because she loves it. And she's going to do it even if, like, it's the 80s. And her album's about to come out, which is awesome. Yeah. And she helped me solve a six year mystery of. Oh, Dave has been knocking around this like unsolved mystery in his brain for mm. six freaking years about this girl and her sexuality and a Wait, did well, they or just... didn't they? It's a wild ride. So here we go. Hey guys, um, so we've been doing this podcasting thing for a while now, and I don't know, I just, I think over the last couple episodes especially, it just like feels so right. Yeah, it's so crazy, I feel like I'm falling for you. Yeah, I mean, it's like you're listening to me talk, and I'm talking to you listening, and... I don't know, I just think about you guys all the time. Yeah, I have butterflies in my stomach. I don't know. This is this is like crazy, but I mean, I feel like we should take the next step and become iTunes official. Shut up. Are you serious? What does that even mean even? Oh my god, is that like a five-star rating and like a really romantic review? Like maybe you would be like, I don't know, Courtney's like so beautiful and she's been doing this the longest and like yeah, or like maybe you just jump in there and you're like, oh, Sophia's like new, but like what a crazy wild card. I'm like, down. Dave's voice is like a deep caressing bass that I just love. Like, you know, something like that. So leave us a review. I love, I love you. you. Sky, 
Scout Derwood. Welcome to Reality Bites. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks so much for doing it, Scout. I'm a huge fan of your film. (laughs) (laughs) You might have starring you. (laughs) Yeah, you might have seen the film starring Scout that is on the Reality Bites channel. I was, I was making a joke about Win- the Winona Ryder movie. But yeah, that's funny. That's What, oh. what you heard is way funnier. <laughs> I was like, I guess I do look like Winona Ryder a little bit. <laughs> okay, to catch everyone up. Yeah, let's rewind. This show is based on a, a pun of a movie, Reality Bites. And what I thought she was talking about was a project Sophie and I made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Scout was the starring role in. And so it. We so if you follow confused. us on Facebook, <laughs> this will make a lot of sense to you. And if not, or on YouTube. <laughs> not Even welcome. I'm lost and I'm right yeah. here. <laughs> Dave. I'm standing. I'm That's, good. That's a good way to start a podcast. <laughs> Opening line. Scout no, you remember t- we shot the clap back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so look up the clapback and Scout Derwood, and you'll see the Ugh. video we're talking about. You know what the clapback was about? Mm-hmm. Actually, STD. Oh yeah, an oh, experience that Dave circle. had. This is what's coming <clears throat> full, full circle. It was inspired. This is actually you Scout have- inspired by our yeah. this clapback story is inspired by Dave. It's your boy. Dave yeah. getting chlamydia and becoming chlamydia. LA's premier chlamydian. Started That's talking, good. You yeah. knew you had it. A lot of guys don't know they have it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't know from the symptoms, but oh. I got I, someone was nice enough to text me. Oh, someone gave <laughs> so you not a call, okay, okay, not okay. a phone call. It was a text. That's fair. That's you know. I mean, you're not worth a phone call, right? Are you? You're like, ah, I'm, I'm a piece of garbage. Yeah. I only know a couple people that have had chlamydia. Is that it's I've never had common. an STD. I don't know what it's like. It's common. It is common. It's very common. It's a good one to get. Chlamydia they, and H so HSV one herpes, right? Eighty uh, yeah. percent people have it in their mouth. 25% of people 80%. have it. But most people don't. Like, it's not a thing. No breakouts or something? Yeah. It's well, like if you're a stressed, silent get, yeah. thing. Yeah. It's a silent non-killer. But it's the same. It's because the HSV2 or something prefers genitalia. And one Ooh. prefers mouth. So that's it's why it's not hard. alone. Am I right? You guys have fives. High fives all around. Put your, Sophia, put I, your clothes back on. Please. I can't help it. I just prefer genitalia. <laughs> yeah, I talked. I have like my gynecologist is the best, and I have all these conversations with her. I and love my I gynecologist have... too. It's an old Portuguese man who tells me jokes while he looks inside me. No, it's I have like an activist woman. My she said she'd scenario. teach me how to perform non-surgical abortions just in case. <laughs> oh wow! I don't think she was serious, but but I like I the enjoy spirit. that. Yeah, I enjoy that very much. Whether she entertained it's a joke or not. Yeah, she entertained me. Yeah. Sophia and I used to have the same gynecologist. Um, and then I started going to, I did a research study. And oh my God, I'm the worst. I'm the person who left my phone on. <laughs> Courtney's like, hello, is it Hollywood? <laughs> yes, I will take the multi picture deal. <laughs> Sadly, no. It was not. Oh, it's probably it was me texting for, like, her to turn Barry's her phone off. Class. It was- <laughs> um, uh, no, my gynecologist now is and delivered Angelina Jolie's twins. So. That's annoying. Don't name drop. Yeah, uh, seriously. Whatever. Is that annoying? 
Yeah. No, I mean, it's very LA. You're like, oh, you know what's cool about my vagina? I just There's feel been like... a hand in it that's been inside Angelina <laughs> Jolie. It makes it's a me pretty feel famous vagina. LA. It makes me feel closer to her. That's okay. <laughs> doctor's name dropping is one of my least favorite LA attributes. Um, uh, when doctors is this a do it? Thing? Yeah. But it's Very my common. number one favorite kind of name dropping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My doctor is not famous, and his house, and his uh, house, his hallways, like his like waiting area, is plastered with pictures of babies he's delivered, non-famous babies. Oh, that's nice. Mm. So it's kind of like a great form non-famous of birth yet. Yeah, yeah. Don't you don't baby. know exactly. He's, he's, he's banking on these bunch kids. Bunch of future Beyonces Give him a minute. There. Yeah, let him, let him figure it out. <laughs> so no, but it's like before when I would be there just like for birth control, I was like, this is a really effective form of birth control. Just looking at all these baby faces for like thirty minutes. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm totally. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah. scout you yeah. are a singer and a comedian yep, yep, and yep. an actress uh-huh. and you used to do burlesque do you still yeah well uh i don't really i still host some basically i say i'm a comedian i don't like too many slashes it's no mm-hmm. good how many <laughs> is your limit i think you can have one <laughs> oh my one god slash. that's so, so limiting go? i say i i'm with you my 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 cards say comedian write a third thing this is certainly, yeah. That's fine. Because I was like, that's all I got. I've had this conversation in depth, like nerd nerd level. I think comedian implies that you can write, mm. mostly for yourself, but also for others. There's no such thing as a comedian who doesn't write, right? Mm. right? There's a lot of comics that just do stand-up. That's why I think I say writer. Sure. I, so it's I not say, that they're not writers, but they only write jokes for themselves. Yeah. Right, totally fair. I usually just say comedian or I'll say chanteuse comedian. Because mm. the Chanteuse is like a, mm-hmm. that's all their burlesque stuff. So I would still do it. it. Now there's more in LA, but like, I don't know. I have all kinds of philosophies on it. it the, the like ecosystem of LA doesn't support a, a lot of live entertainment and the internet exists more now. So what I used to do in New York is kind of gone. There's still clubs that do it, but there's no economy of it here. So I, I host stuff, but kind of just because my buddy's mom got sick and there aren't a lot of femcs. Oh my! So this took a calm. real dark turn. No, we can talk about it. But you want to know? We're ready. She's fine now. So I you think. like had an alter ego? Yeah, Lady Scoutington. Yeah, and so that's how I started. And I thought I would be Lady Scoutington forever. And then, uh, uh, what the two things that made me leave L- uh, New York? I was like broke but happy, and I had like street cred, which was totally weird because it was like. I'd be like walking down the street and they'd be like, ah, you're the girl from the bar. And I was always kind of proud of that. But it was like a real, yeah. It could mean many things. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh no. (laughs) Are you, I got Which bar? What night? And then I was in a relationship and it was hard to be dating a civilian person and who, because my schedule was so weird and Mm -hmm. like, I was like, oh, I've got to be an adult for you. And Muggles then, can't generally hang. Huh? Muggles can't generally yeah, hang. She was cool. She her beef was like she wanted like a night off every once in a while. But my income was made in these tiny chunks. Mm. Like I just didn't exist on the money world. So she would be like, sometimes my bar tab is more than you get paid. And I was like, mm, you're doing it wrong, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then my first friend booked Saturday Night Live. And I was like, oh, I'm kind of on a different trajectory. So I moved to LA six years ago, about six years ago. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that I heard uh, somewhere 
when I was listening that the alter ego was like more you than you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Good for me. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I did say that. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely gotten shyer. Like in New York, I didn't really exist off stage, really. Uh-huh. Like there wasn't a daytime scout. And now I find it very uncomfortable. I don't like, like I'm better at it now, but I used to not really interact with people unless I was not in character, but like it, I was the hostess of the party mm. always. Like with your lovers too or no? Well, I Did mean, it bleed over into your personal life? Um, I... You're like, I'll seat you in just a second. Hold on. <laughs> like a ride before you sit on their yeah. face. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I was like, are you on the list? Um, I mean, yeah, in the end, when I got when I got in a serious relationship, it started, that was a weird thing. Because she'd be like, I don't know what to say to her friends. But I didn't like own jeans. Like I didn't have, I was a very, I don't you know. You lived for your like, art. You wore art. your art. Yeah. And that was great. Were you in your 20s then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's a very like common high uh, emotion, like a lot of dedication to what you're into kind of time. Yeah. If you find something you're really passionate, then it's yeah. either like looking at everything and being like, is this the th- thing? Is this the thing? Right. Or it's like intensely throwing yourself into a thing that you really like. Yeah. And I feel like it's the kind of sacrifice that's really easy to make then. And then later or something it's different yeah. once you've had the different kind of lifestyle. You're like, huh, I think not for everyone, but for some people, I think they find it harder to come back or like, like reconstitute who they are outside yeah. of that life. Yeah. I feel like what I did just changed. I mean, I wrote a show about it. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's been, it's had near misses. I've been out pitching it for like a year, but basically, and I rewound it a little bit because I came in a burlesque, Burlesque is so interesting. And I know that like, especially in LA, it's like, oh, you've been chubby girls taking the clothes off. In the back. <laughs> and that's like what it is now. And But the the way it's had like three different waves and like kind of at the end of the third one. But it's really interesting. And like, it's an it's not. What are the different waves? Tell us. Oh, okay. I knew for this. For the uninitiated. Like, like I, was, I mean, I can do this for an hour. Yes. Um, so the first wave was like Victorian times and women didn't do a lot of theater. Like they weren't, so they would, it wasn't like sexual, but they'd like show their angles and they parodied burlesque, burlesque, angles. the Italian burlesco mm. yeah. to, to mock or to they laugh. Loves so a it's good clown. Angle. <laughs> yeah. If I could go back in time to that Victorian wave. Okay. You're an ankle man. <laughs> How are you in this room? <laughs> he's, he's losing it. Slowly. You're the only one covering your, your sweet angles. Well, not my. I don't like my own. Continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. Second wave. Second wave. Uh, sorry. But they use it to parody male, traditionally male theater. Like women weren't in Shakespeare, so they would parody it and they'd use it as commentary. Then they started. It started becoming profitable, so men took over, and then they emphasized like nudity over fucking typical. Fucking. That's what happens mm. both times, and so it the it gets kiboshed. They're like, ah, oh, this is just dirty theater. Go away. So then, like. 20s, 30s is the golden era of burlesque, which kind of goes to the 40s. But that was like very briefly, there was a moment where we were like in not into the oppression of women as heavily as we had been. So it came back again as commentary. And then you had like the Minsky brothers and stuff who again started touring it and promoting it as like a sex thing. And that leads to, I think it's, I can't think of his name right now, but a former mayor of New York was like, no way we're, cu- we're cracking down on this. And so that took a bunch of our performances away 
And it like trickles through like the 60s, but then it becomes like, it's a little bit sadder then. And it is a little bit more sexual. So then Giuliani. Uh, Fucking always Giuliani. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, he then started, cra- again, like to win votes. Clean up New York and mm-hmm. whatever that whole Crack down on what are called cabaret licenses, mm. which literally make it illegal to dance. <laughs> so this is how they created bottle service was oh. they were like, sit and we'll bring you overpriced alcohol. So gay people or weird people can't afford clubs anymore. And we'll take, we'll outlaw dancing. So they made a bottle service and he closed a bunch of strip clubs. So then strippers brought back this form of burlesque. That's basically. amazing. And they when, when was like the heyday, would you say? Of the, of neo burlesque, the third wave. It's like early mid two thousands. It's like Julie Ellis Muse, Tigger, Dirty Martini, Bambi the Mermaid, uh, Bunny Love. All of these are very intriguing names. Ninety eight degrees. Ninety eight degrees. Yeah. Dita Von Tees, is that like? Yeah, Dita's super cool. But so she she had money and she got endorsements and she puts on these super high end shows. But like she still tours. I mean, I, you know, she's cool on tour and people who tour, they really love her. But she does usually high um, production value numbers. They're fucking incredible. Can I? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone yeah you can that. swear. Go, go for it. Can I? And they go, it's bored of that I don't know the network might. I mean, you can. <laughs> I'm offended. This is but CW. You can do it. <laughs> Um, cool. So sh- is she like, is she like the, the basic bitch call out? Like, am I like so no. mainstream for God? No, everyone. I mean, it's pe- people are, it's exciting that we have kind of a celebrity uh-huh. and I don't, I think like there was a moment where maybe you were like, Dita's not even, but in the end you're like, no, she, she puts together a cool tour. She curates it really well. She makes it more commercial, but it's like anything like she's careful. Like people, there's a shorthand for how she books her tours. It's like, You've got your babe, you've got your brown girl, you've got your curvy girl. Oh. And that's not a hard rule, but it's also, her shows are incredible. Murray Hill's incredible. Also, sometimes you do have the, to do the math of diversity yeah. to make sure that you're including enough people. So like, it, you know. It, I mean, it's not even math. It's just being aware that yeah. you're not just surrounding. Yeah. I know, but it's I mean, it like sounds like a little too. like right. weird equation when you say it like that, but it's like, she, you know. Yeah. You're only touring like six people. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all really cool. So now we're like on the decline, which we can credit to like social media and then live live venues are closing. Like where I made my money in New York doesn't exist anymore. I couldn't do, I couldn't scrape by like I did now. A lot of blesskers are moving here to Vegas. Vegas has a cool like oh yeah weirdo scene because your rent can still be, you know, 700 bucks. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I love this. Um, So... What should we talk about next, guys? Sexuality? Ooh. Ooh. Dave has a fun story. He's been waiting to get this answer from you, Scout. Oh, Scout, for we got a Wait, is this years. <laughs> Do you know what, Do you know what this is about? No, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I got flattered it was for me. It's for you. You are a guest today. Uh, so. I was Wait, gonna, I don't think she knows. Hold on a second, Scout. Yeah, I was going to tell you someone you know else? you're on a podcast yeah. right now? <laughs> I just rolled my bug. <laughs> All right, so you said you moved here six years ago? Yeah, but yeah. All right, so this is probably close to that. Okay. Five or six years ago, Oh my right? God, this is like a long time ago. It is a long time ago. Oh. That's like why I feel like it should be. Five years ago or something. It should be pretty safe to talk about it. But again, if you for any reason, if you're like. You know, just yeah, shut it down. If you shut it down, okay, guys, you're making it seem like this is a really traumatic story. Super traumatic. Um, well, you know, it's it's always you know, just preface anyway. So, five years ago, five years ago, uh, 
from what I'm hearing, you had a friend uh, who is a, le- is a lesbian, mm-hmm. uh, was Good. a lesbian. And she basically at the time, she, I, you, she told you that she never slept with a man. And you were like, oh, well, if you do you know if you like, you know, if you don't know, if you've never done it, like, how do you know? Supposedly, I said that? This Would is you I'm, give someone this, this kind of advice? This is what I think. Six years ago, Scout, maybe. Maybe. You're like, well, I mean, maybe, you know, give it a go. Yeah. And so that girl uh, did find a guy. And that that guy was me. Uh-huh. Who's the girl? Uh, Lauren. Is her first name? Oh, got it. Can't do last names. Uh, I don't know if I should. Yeah, that's but, fair. Why don't you whisper it to her then? We can't hear it. There's a version of that that totally makes sense. Because well, I you was might, big... you, I, you, I think this will come around. I think you'll maybe pick up on who this is. She ends up, so she ends up picking me up at a 7-Eleven. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. So I walked to the 7-Eleven back then. It was, it was my first, it was my first apartment. Um, I would walk to the 7-Eleven and one day I'm walking to 7-Eleven one night actually. You called me immediately after this. Oh yeah. This is crazy. It was just kind of like a very, it was a very really? unusual thing because I'm walking Towards the 7-Eleven, this girl's walking out. We smile at each other. Very big, you know, smile. And she's very pretty. And we, like, walk by each other. And, you know, like, sometimes you give someone a big smile and yeah. you walk away. But then you kind of do, like, the turnaround. Yeah. And you, like, kind of turn around. Kind of yeah. see if they turn around. Are you guys still together? No, no. Oh. no. <laughs> That's what I wanted. No, I haven't seen this person. I wanted to, like, open the door. I wouldn't be doing this podcast. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, Definitely totally. Not. He wouldn't. Yeah, I'm, like, like, my wife. Very single. Uh, oh. So I see that. So I, t- I turn around. And she turns around and we both smile again. And it's like a big smile. I'm like, this, huh? you know, this never happens. This is a really big deal. I should do something about it. Uh, but I'm a coward. So I don't. And I walk <laughs> into 7-Eleven the whole time just buying stuff. Just like, oh, I should really say something to this girl. Like, I can't. Like, Dave, go out there and say something to this girl. Yeah. His penis is throbbing. <laughs> <laughs> Bulging. Um and so I get the Doritos or whatever I'm getting and like I'm high. So yeah, 7-Eleven's your worst self you. It just yeah, is. I was already, yeah. And I got, and I still Truth. think I got the candy and chocolate or whatever I was doing and walk out and she rolls up in her car and was waiting in the parking lot for me, I guess. What? And she looks at me and she was just like, you know, you're, you're really cute. Like, uh, you want to, you want to hang out sometime? And like handed me her card. Uh-huh. And, and, uh, I was like, yeah, let's hang out right now. She's like, all right. So I just hop in her car and we drove oh around for a while God. and we ended up hanging out a couple times. And that's when I found out, uh, my, this is really weird, but I told my stepmom, my dad, I was like, oh yeah, I met this, this girl. They Googled her and found out that she was like, had a history of being gay. Yeah. Like a published gay. Um, like and officially on the internet. On gay. the internet. We have a ledger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my stepmom, my stepmom was like, step hate to break it to you. basically came out with the gay receipts and was like, <laughs> I know something you don't know. And she dropped the bomb on me. I was like, oh yeah, that girl, yeah, just so you know, like. And you had just hung Lived out. in New York and was in. Uh, oh, she lived in New York. Gay. Um, And so. uh I, I guess basically what ended up happening was this girl, thought, we hung out a few times. We never hooked up. I don't think, I don't think we did. And, but we hung out and she lived down the street from me and we like kind of like, I was got a little excited about her, I guess. And then we, and then it kind of ended. And, and then I, I guess she was going to make me her one guy that she like, and then she yeah. went was for. like, nah. but then she was like, no, like, yeah. I'm not going to do that. I don't, I don't, maybe there was another guy anyway. Right. So basically we, it's a story of confirming someone's lesbianity. <laughs> Hold up. So this all ties to you. And I don't know the first part about, I'm not quite sure. I feel like that was you, but um, this part I know for sure was. So um, maybe like a month or so later we're hanging out. But at this point it's established. Like we're not. Yeah. It's I know she's gay. Like, yeah, we're just, we're hanging out. And I took her to a comedy show that we were both on. Guess whose show it was? Guess whose show it was? My show surprise. Yeah. 
at the loft yeah, downtown. Yeah, yeah. Downtown. With, J- Janet, With Janet the Planet's Janet house. Plan- yeah. And we both so did cool. that show. Yeah. And I was like, brought this girl and we like roll up, but she knew you. I already, I guess. Did we talk? She and I? I went home you alone. Mi- you went home. I don't know. And she, you went home with you, the girl. Supposedly you went home. <laughs> I did? Possibly. I don't know. That's what no I was going to ask you. No one knows what happened. Like walked out together, but no one knows what happened after. So Dave's been waiting on the conclusion of the story. So all I know is that years. I went with a girl to comedy show where I performed. We both had really good sets. And I was like, I mean, I know it's probably not going to happen, but you know, and that doesn't hurt. And then she was like, I'm going to kick it, stay here with Scout. And I was like, I will drive home alone. <laughs> yep. And that's all I know from the story. I have to figure I know and you're like, I have a really bad remember. memory. I'm sure this is like right in front of my nose. I have to figure out I have to figure this out. I'll also say that if this was right when I moved here, mm-hmm. the two things that make sense are this is that was my last life-shattering breakup. And that was really that was a really rough one. So that was the only time in my life I fucked up with men. So that makes sense that I would be like, just try it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that I would have been like, you don't know unless you t-. that. Feel, but maybe something I did. Like I could have been That's drunk. Scary. I was said something drunk to, to this girl that yeah. was like, she was like, you know what? I'm going to try. And yeah. then found me. Yeah. Somehow. At a 7 Eleven. And I so remember good. Dave called and me. I was, yeah, because I was like, women he was don't outside do that. Outside the 7 Eleven, he was like, the craziest thing <laughs> just happened. This woman picked me up and she gave me her card. And I remember he was like, she has a card. Like she has her life together. She did. No, she was, was definitely, like she has her life yeah, together. She like, she didn't she like work in like super. PR or something? They always do. Like, like advertising and yeah, PR. She had her life together. Yeah, super together. Like, like made a ton of money. Um, she lived pretty close to me. I think next to Jeff Ross or something. I mean, it was all perfect except for the fact that she was a lesbian. Yeah, yes. Who yeah. <laughs> was like, yeah, no. She was just yeah, gonna use me, and I was kind of getting my head like, "Oh, he maybe really this is gonna go somewhere." Like, and yeah. she's like, "No, I was just gonna like." He was like, "I'll tell her children I turned her. Yeah. It'll be a beautiful love story." <laughs> and they're like, "Daddy, what's turned?" <laughs> He's like, "You learn when you turn your first woman." And then, well, they I mean, this totally is coming from this is coming from a guy whose parents broke up because his mom came out of the closet at fourteen. So, oh, really? Yeah. So yeah, it was like, uh, you know, pretty close to home. But you don't remember. Out. That's why he thought it was possible. Because he was like, he well, was shit, like, my mom, mom was straight at one point. Yeah. yeah. He's like, it could go the other way. Could go the other way. Uh, I'll like high five my dad. Like, hey, you know, switch. To- <laughs> this is like one for worst one. Nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, ah, oh, the score. Lost one, but we gained one, dad. <laughs> Anyway, um, so sorry. Scott looks so disturbed. No, right I hate. I have the. I have a really bad memory, and I hate that I like. Don't know who this all right, girl is. Like, yeah, I would I'm feel sure like you I remember do. if you're like, yeah, had a great set one night, and then brought home this. I don't gr- think we would have gone home together because I would have. Re- maybe you just hung out. Maybe like, I think she just, just hung. Friends. Maybe you guys just hung out as friends, possibly. Yeah. And then, but all I know, I was just like, oh, maybe, maybe. But in we left head, together. You had like the most passionate tantric night together. And yeah. Was maybe just we at did. His house. I did. I, maybe oh. I was. Okay, kind of. I was like, all right. <laughs> he was like, I can't give her what Scout. Take her from here. Her. Take her from here, Scout. <laughs> I want. I can't do it. I can't do it. She likes 7-Elevens, okay? <laughs> Treat her real good. Get <laughs> her a couple taquitos and. <laughs> oh my god I, I love taquitos <laughs> Courtney lives at 7-Eleven this is also hilarious because Courtney's like the one person that is like no I'm going to 7-Eleven for the pizza have you, you been hit on at a 7-Eleven Courtney tell me you've been hit on at 7-Eleven yeah like Courtney's like oh you want 7-Eleven stories I also am the type of person that if it's like clear that the taquito has been on there for 
24 hours plus i'm like no i'll take that and Even then they're like no ma'am yeah and they say don't really? take it they'll be like ma'am no and i'm like no i want it. <laughs> it's that's true. shocking because you look she'll so come fit. over and she's like eating something and she'll be like the 7-Eleven guy said I should need it. I feel <laughs> like I said oh, I wanted it. And then she'll, the and, then she'll Courtney grabs, and then she'll go, so he gave it to me for free. <laughs> Courtney <laughs> grabs the taquito and she starts to smell it and just be like, 18 hours. It's been rolling for 18 hours. <laughs> oh my God. This is not a good ad for myself. <laughs> Can I just say 7-Eleven, if you want to sponsor us, that would be a cool That sponsor. would be oh, yeah. a match made in heaven because Courtney love legitimately that. loves your bra. Honestly, I get rid of you like trading money. You guys would win in the end. I still would spend more money. I thought I found the love of my life there. I have to, I want to go on Instagram and figure out who this person is. Okay, just yeah. as soon as we finish the. I podcast. mean, when I fi- yeah, <laughs> when maybe I I'll the say the PS. name. Or say her, yeah, say her. La- Don't say. Oh, yeah, I know exactly who that is. Okay. okay oh wow. So, oh, so we have hooked up. <laughs> yes. Was it that nice? Um, would it have been that night? Could have been. All She's right. Like, oh, did I make a woman climax that night? But if night? we would have had that. I don't remember. If I did it, I wanted Scout too. It just happens um, all the time. I'm just always pleasing people. So yeah, yeah. it could have happened. And, and then Jesus. I got two hands. I got two <laughs> yeah. hands in a whole world. Women take me <laughs> home after house. pretty much every set. My so. guess is that we didn't, that our stint was before that. It makes sense to me that I would have said that to her before. My, and this is a good, my favorite shirt still is a shirt she cleaned out of her closet. Oh, nice. She was wow. like cleaning out her closet. She's like, do you want any of this? Oh, and that's... I took a sweater, like a plain black sweater. Wow. Yeah. No, I know her very well. God, give it I, to Dave knew, so I knew, you can I knew it well. It. Uh, <laughs> I said, give that sweater to Dave so you oh, can jizz on Maybe it. Maybe smells like her. I, oh, that is a bonus nice. to being a lesbian. Do you get is yeah. the clothes exchange? Yeah, all the time. Ooh. Totally frequent. You know each other's clothes. Uh, that's a good deal. Does it ever get awkward? Like, uh, maybe you could wear these if they would fit you, but <laughs> probably uh, not. Cool. He's like, have you ever body shamed your partner? Yeah. Cause I would. <laughs> my, one of my exes and I were like just a size. She was like a size bigger than me all around. She was like taller than me. But there was one morning where like, we were both wearing jean shorts. We were hungover. Anyway, I put on her shorts and was like, get out. And I then she put weight. on mine and was like, oh no. <laughs> That's like the closest. And there's a shirt right now that one of my, the, my friend that I live with, who's also a lesbian, so I guess it doesn't, but she's puts it in her closet now. And I'm like, you can borrow it anytime, but that is my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't live with you. Yeah, it doesn't, it goes home to my closet. So tell us about this stint where you were maybe trying out guys. That was the worst. I was <laughs> so, I was so sad. <laughs> Oh my God, this yeah. is the best description. It was her rock <laughs> bottom, you guys. This is her rock. Well, not there. So there's two guys and both nice Were you like guys. underneath a penis looking up at balls being like, this not is my really. lowest moment and both I'm of done them, here. No, both of them like it took a <laughs> lot. <Dan's> cringing, <laughs> picturing his own balls. <laughs> I am. They're getting sadder and Have sadder. Have you ever hooked I up with No. Have you guys ever hooked up with women? Yeah, I'm by. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. I'm pretty straight. I thought Got about it. it for a second. I messaged this girl and then I was like, no, it's yeah. not for me. Do you identify, well, I'll answer the boy question. Do you identify as bisexual or pansexual? Like, bisexual. Would you, bisexual. I think the, I've heard you talk about it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not that I'm not pansexual. Really? It's just the term came out later than I did. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Just seems weird You're to un- them. <laughs> 
I kind of feel like they pansexual. I mean, I'm comfortable saying queer, but I feel like pansexual is like one step to pansexual is a lot too far for. Like I said, if it had been around earlier, (laughs) I really think that they should socialize us when we're young to consider like we're pansexual until we consider ourselves something else. Right. That's like the most inclusive. Yeah. 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 That's how I feel like as kids, we should it should be it. like that because then it yeah. wouldn't sound ridiculous to me to call myself that even right. though it's as valid as bisexual or as pa- pansexual else. almost feels like it puts gender identity too far forward uh, like that that's i don't know i guess just because it makes me think of pan because <laughs> it's a mythical god that i'm like i this is a step too far i'm not like unicornish you know what i mean not to say again that pansexual is not a real thing i'm just saying to me it sounds like yeah, I am lying. <laughs> One of my buddies is pansexual, and she's dating a straight white guy. No offense, but you want to be like, you can Ouch. pick literally anybody, and you picked like vanilla. Like you're at, you're at. Yeah, yeah why? I don't know. They get along. Can't know who you fall in They're love happy. with. I'm like, come on. Uh. <laughs> I was set, and I had I just moved to LA. I I went through a breakup like over the move, basically like a month after I moved. She didn't follow. <laughs> just, that's part of why it was like I can figure this out. Uh, you know, I'm like who? Because like I don't know how to drive a car. I mean, I did in theory, but like I didn't understand the nuances of it. And so, and I the like one of the only friends I had here was a guy. And so. A lo- after a while, that relationship like escalated. But as soon as it did, it the it, that was the end of it. You were like, that's not for me. Yeah. I had this friend, and we, we were just friends, and then, but there was like a little sexual tension. And oh my God, this moment we hooked up, I was like, never. It's <laughs> my, almost a good way to know. My <laughs> best guy friend in college and I once were hanging out, and then he started kissing me, and then I was like, what is happening? And then I was like, like kissing him, and then I like stopped, and I was like, hold on a second. I was like, this seems like a really terrible idea and then he goes god can't you just shut up and enjoy something for a while (laughs) and then both of us started laughing so hard we were like yeah this is a terrible idea and then it never came up again we were like we are not supposed to do this also i was wearing so much denim it's like no one should be fucking Mm. me right now you were yeah i was wearing like a like literally jeans and then a denim skirt over it it's like why I think my body was like, I don't want to have sex with you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shield up. I don't know. Oh, it was, it was like a clothing garter. It was like a choice. Chastity. Yeah, I was like, this Chastity looks great. <laughs> I don't know. Double oh, no. denim. That's a lot. Matching denim. Girl. Yeah, it's not. It was not good. So was this the only guy? Then there was, and then right after that, there was another like similar thing where like he and I had just become friends. I was like our friend groups schmingled together he lived on the west side so like Mm, once you're there you're there and then but that was the same thing was like it it like basically was like a really slow ramp up and then like just done (laughs) but he and i are still friends we don't see each other a ton the other guy i don't see anymore though i will say i ran into him one time and he with my ex just sounds like i've got too many of them i probably do my most recent ex and he was like really dismissive of her Oh, like he was almost like he didn't like he he like put his hand on my back and I was like, no, no dice. Like that wasn't even I would have been mad if you did that in public at any point that I've known. you. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. It's like he felt offended that like she was there. He felt like, you know, I know a secret about her. 
Yeah, yeah. And for a while, I didn't talk about, like, I was really territorial about talking about that time because people would, like, they judge really, ju- yeah, they really get judgy about it. And I was like, I, you know, who I, I feel like who I sleep with, or not even sleep with, but just spend time with, isn't that, you know, there's other things about me. Also, not, not of anybody's business. Also, like, Totally, but we are on a sex podcast. Except the <laughs> listeners of this podcast. No, no, yeah, no. I nobody's mean, for the people in our life. Yeah. But every listener to this podcast mm. gets a sneaky peek. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's interesting. You just knew when you were younger and didn't need to experiment with guys when you were like in high school or whatever. Yeah, it felt weird. I mean, I think it all, I think I, for a while, I thought I didn't want to have sex until I was married, despite being totally raised by non religious people. But I think it was just like, yeah, I never, I was never interested in it. I was real late, late to come. Mm. To, <laughs> there you go. Late to come. Just <laughs> <laughs> late. But once she gets going, she's once staying she in. But then. As a once high school boy, you didn't miss anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't think I did. Yeah. yeah. I had a boyfriend in high school, but he was religious. Yeah. So he was. And I think also not a sexual person like we were just or maybe also you were kids. who knows maybe he turned out to be gay too I know he didn't but I'm like shocked <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy that literally we went to high school with and I keep asking Max my husband being like yeah. hey so is that guy gay and he's like stop asking me <laughs> and I'm like I just need to know if I'm right and he was like what just and I was like I am not trying to project so I just want to know if I'm wrong and he's like I've not heard of him or talked to him in like years I'm like okay but Did I need this update because no Who one in our Instagram? high school that I know at that point was out Oh, we, so we they waited till college. They called me a dyke because that's as close as anybody got. I had like <laughs> all of my short hair and I wore ties. And right. this was before like April Levine like started doing it. Avril. And people were just like, Avril, Avril, thank you. Oh, it's so great. I mispronounced it. I feel better actually. That yeah, I, I actually was total right. I'm going to keep calling her April. Hey, so, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I don't know. Uh, I'm excited to know if anybody in my school was gay then because you I, a p- big I'm curious. No, it was small. We, we had one person who was out as bi in high school and she was very political. She would like protest the death of turkeys on Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. And and then there people have come out since. A, kind of a bunch in a way that I, f- I went to a private high school. Yeah, same here. And Max went back as like uh, now an adult and he said he's met like openly gay kids yeah. there. And I was like, oh. that's amazing because mm. I, we didn't have that. Yeah, we didn't have that. I now think, though, that being gay is, like, a smart attribute because so – I went to a really small school. There are a lot of us who are gay now. That's awesome. So, Wait, so you're tying it to intelligence? Yep. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'd buy it. And I sure. do have the science to back that up. Thank you so much. Turn to page 25 of your manual that I Think about evolution. Do came. we need more people? No. So <laughs> the more evolved you are, the more – and I, I respect your, that you guys are breeders. But uh, <laughs> I am not a breeder, okay? I take breeders are only slam against straight people. Um, if you could see Scout right now, she's wearing two pairs of glasses. Like one's on her face and one is on her vagina. She's like a she's like a double doctor of feminism. My gynecologist gave me vaginal glasses. <laughs> but wait, we want to talk about your last breakup and breaks breakups yeah. in general, right? They're the worst. They're the worst. I I like them. Do you? You like? You them? write great music on breakups. Dave, Can't, you haven't I even don't. been in a relationship to Dave's break up. I was. What I, about Lauren? Yeah, that, <laughs> I exactly. Made, yeah. I made text her after this. Oh, no, I, you still in touch? We, well, she we will play, now. We play basketball in the same league. Oh, oh snap, my God, right. really? Mm. Oh, that's. 
I don't know that she, I don't think she played last season, or she could have been in the. We division should meet up for some ball. Meet up for some ball. I like that. <laughs> and she dated someone super seriously forever. Hmm. After well, me, right yeah. after you. Yeah, I'm sure. I remember that. I think the we were woman. still like Instagram friends for a, a while. rapper. A woman? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh wait. Is it a? I don't remember the girl. This is the either. worst game ever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have a secret. You guys, we're just going to no. do this. It would be impossible for us to edit it and post. <laughs> <laughs> this will be cropped out. This is perfect. This is also where I confess a, confess a dark secret that everyone's going to. I love gonna dark edit, secrets. Edit I'm gossipy. Oh. Super gossipy. So, okay. Let's- I've, I've had, in my life, I think I've had three big breakups where like you go what is up or down mm-hmm. the first one took me forever to get over and probably there was stuff I mean for sure tied up in that that wasn't breakup you just don't mm-hmm. have any other words for like nothing makes sense mm-hmm. I mean alt pitch you're 24 so like yeah that's when you're that's right uh that breakup I thought would kill me I thought I would die for like a year I didn't go a day without crying <laughs> I know I was yes. wrecked yeah wow wrecked and we got back together <gasps> and it was no. a hor- years when i lived in la oh no a horrible idea and now there's uh that and then i that was bad it was horrible completely my fault horrible second time was worse was very was much shorter shorter yeah. then still your fault there's a movie times? about it on hbo now <laughs> are you serious well this isn't totally fair and if she was here no not. she's a musician and after we broke up which was my fault after uh, she came out with an EP and I stalked her online as you do and listened to it. And I was like, Oh, these are, these are about that time. A these couple are great of songs. songs because that's the point. Yeah. That's what Dave, <laughs> that was, Dave was trying to say. Thank D- you. But Keep oh, that's, they're about that's actually me. true. Well, yeah, basically. And so that. they're about the breakup. I think there's a couple of them, not all of them. I wouldn't claim that. But anyway, up, someone approached her about doing a movie and in, using her music in it. And that movie got made and it won LA Film Fest or something. And then uh, now it's on HBO. Oh my God, amazing. I've never seen it. And I don't, I'm not, it is not, that's a very like. Extrapolate. Did you think those songs were painted in a fair light? I mean, you recognize Did they give stuff. you an insight into like what she thought happened? Or were you like, she's right? I mean, I was like, that's fair. It, <laughs> it's, but I think when you're not a match for someone, that's like the worst time to judge someone's quality of character. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so, like, that's how you can go from like loving someone and thinking you're going to spend the rest of your life with them to like being okay and never talking to them again. It's yeah. a different relationship. The second breakup, that's like now when we're around each other, we're like, we don't know each other. Like we loved each other, but we didn't, I don't know you that well. Cause you, you're so close to them. You just see, uh, you but- see them when they're in love. And then when it's over, you're gone. So now her life seems very different to me. And then the third breakup, I have not seen her. I don't know that I ever will again. But that one, I was, the first one, you're like, oh, everything's going to end. Second one, you're like, I know the steps. I cannot avoid them, but I, I get what's about to happen. Uh, let's, yeah. let's burn some photos. Let's, I like had a whole moment of throwing driftwood in the water and it kept coming back. And then you're like, Oh my like, God, you're you signing meaning manically ran like into the ocean. and was like, I've got a butt releaseless through in the water. <laughs> and then the third breakup, you're like, I'm going to cry, but life will go on. And the third breakup, cause we were together for longer and we're adults. It was like a lot of practical stuff. 
So that like took the place of the morning. But the third breakup, I was walking down the street and there's an old guy who sits in front of his house on my old block. And he's like, oh, I haven't seen my, you know, in a while. And I was like, oh, we broke up. And he goes, most relationships end. Oh, God. <laughs> You're like, damn, yeah. hanging out real truths out but here. But it felt so sobering. You're like, yeah, most relationships end like this. Like, that's just a thing. And so now I, I joke that like, the upside to my last breakup was I no longer believe in love, but I don't, I think the last one for me was like, we had, we had gotten engaged and I was like super not into that. I didn't want to do any form of wedding. And I think that for me, I was like, eh, I don't know that I want to be partnered for, for a while or if, if that's my end goal. And that's like a fun thing to know. Oh, interesting. Dave's in that place. You don't know if you want. To end up with a long-term partner? Yeah. I mean, and I have or people in marriage, my marriage, specifically. Well, I definitely know on marriage. For yeah. me, I think it's a great thing for a lot of people. But for me, like, no part of the tradition makes sense. I feel like straight people should have been marching to get out. <laughs> 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 yeah. We should all, like, I think, like, domestic partnership makes sense and I throw no shade at anybody I'm also not religious and I don't have any roots or traditions so like it's very easy for me to be like I don't need those ones either I understand you so much because I was that way until I proposed to my husband (laughs) I was like yeah I don't care about any of this my mom was never married I was like raised by single mom if you don't like come up with that tradition being fed to you yeah your people like don't realize how ingrained it is and like you know being told to you as a thing but if you don't give up with that like fairy tale exactly Mm -hmm. and you're not a religious person you don't necessarily feel that pull of marriage like a lot of people and some of it feels weird like a white dress like people I think people now oh it's just just the tradition but having no emotional attachment to that tradition I'm like but what that's a it's a net net negative tradition like it's expensive expend that's what weddings are like they're meant to be burning money to show that you can and I'm like I'm kind of like more min- minimalisty. So, and then like even in the last relationship, we were looking at different things and I was like, none of it feels right to me. And it could be that that just wasn't my person. I could have a person out there. No one knows, honestly. No one knows. I do tend to like have close relationships one at a time and I still have that, but it's not. So have you dated anyone seriously since your last ex? Not really, but I... I've been working on like one project primarily with one other person and that's who I live with now. So we're not dating, but we certainly like, you know, we're very communal, but she had just been married Mm -hmm. for a long time. So it's a sort of partnership. So you're not missing that in your life and you're like, I'm good. Yeah. That, that totally makes sense. I mean, when I was like in my single time, that's like Steph and I were so close because we just, and not fucking (laughs) just because like, you know, that was, we needed a partner in that way. And it was like the perfect. And things are socially are designed to go two by two. They just are. Mm. Are you nervous that by now that you know that you don't see that as your end game? Do you feel like that's going to um, detract people from wanting to date you? If if they do, you feel like are you nervous about that, or is that? <laughs> oh God! Because <laughs> I, I think about that. If you don't like, if I'm like, we'll just cross you off this list here. If like you- <laughs> no, people. Do, I think people like they want they want certain things, and a lot of people may want marriage. 
That's, but I wonder if that's part of because you're dating straight women who yeah, are the maybe. peak demographic of wedding advertising. Sure. Uh, do you find in the lesbian community that that's less people don't yeah, want like that as you much? You may find it to be way less than me. Maybe. Or there's still bitches that are like, I want to get married. Lesbians aren't known for not wanting to be with their partners forever. They want to be with their partners, but I have... But the actual wedding tradition thing is... My mom and her partner broke up after 17 years, never got married. And then my... uh, uh, Her... I guess my step lesbian mother, Max, (laughs) uh, she went on to marry a woman that she met. uh, She was talking to her online. She met... Went on one date. Yeah. Next morning proposed. And they were married within two months. Yeah, that's lesbian. <laughs> that's what I would do. That the, I. You're like that sounds just right. Yeah, I almost eloped once, and I was like, I think if I had, that would have been right. But the fact that we didn't, I'm like, that was we were never going to be the couple that eloped. Do you know what I mean? But I, that's like the kind of thing you could do where it's like less of a. It's like because we're like feeling it in this moment, and like I don't like any of the paperwork of it though. And then yeah. like I'm like super. Look, guys, my life is a slow progression towards moving in an RV that says no one owns the land on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at vans, my friend's like, you're a libertarian. I'm like, no, because I don't want to be a part of a political party. They're like, that's a libertarian. And I'm like, no. <laughs> so, I don't like the you're idea. Like, no, that, someone who doesn't even want to hang labels. out with other libertarians. Sound, <laughs> you sound like labels. or like Maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's. But I don't like, like, have you ever... No, the the paperwork of a divorce is insane. The the way things are priced is crazy. And like, I don't like that. Like, even the way we do health insurance is dumb that it's partnered. Like, all of it bugs me. I don't like the way we like condition people not to think, to kind of go like, well, it, everything's going to be hard unless you just, just do it this way. You know what I just mean? Just team up. Just like, hey, don't think and do what we say. Like, your relationship is going to be difficult to explain unless you just get married. Just get married. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you have to be like, well, we're together, but we're open, but we're not this, and we mm-hmm. have this. So I kind of try to avoid all the shorthand. And and people hate that. People mm-hmm. are like, just say if you're dating or if you're together. And you're like, well, what's together? Like, let's let's sure, unpack that. Sure. So where, where Scout you, gets me. Where are you at on monogamy, Scout? Uh, okay, this is, I mean, what a question. Uh, <laughs> I have landed on, I'm against possessive monogamy. So I don't, and I don't love swinging culture. Like, that's just a lot. Uh, open relationships, I think, are great as long as there's a ton of communication. But I think, like, I think animals kind of have it set. When animals are monogamous, they're, like, mostly monogamous, and in, in particular around child rearing. Mm. Like, penguins don't mate for life. So that to me seems about right. It's like, generally speaking, you do one at a time. You have a partnership with someone. But then I think sex is a different, you can, and not even just sex, but like so many couples just, you guys are both going like this at the same time. <laughs> it's the best. Nodding your head. Nodding, like, nodding. Yeah, I, I, then I think I said Yeah, we're like, yeah, 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 we're feeling you. We're feeling you. Go, go. And one of the things that bugs me about people being like, I'm in an open relationship or I'm poly is that it implies that the only thing they do outside the relationship is sex. And I'm not super interested in that, but I am interested in like, I don't love that when you are dating someone, you're, that's your alpha to omega. Uh. So in that way, no to monogamy, but my primary prompt for that isn't necessarily sexual. Yeah, that makes sense. If that makes sense. So do you like to get close to more than one person at a time? 
Like emotionally? Hmm. Yeah, like if it's not about the sexual aspect. No, I guess I I guess I still kind of do it one at a time, but I feel like like I was dating someone a long time ago and this other woman came into her life and like just it was clear they had some sort of connection. And I was like, if you want to look at that, and we hadn't been together that long. It's not like I was like booting a marriage, like a 10 year marriage or anything. But I was like, if you want to explore that, explore it. And if it ends up being your primary relationship or whatever, then I would be wrong. Like me telling you, you can't do that accomplishes Mm -hmm. nothing in the way of making that energy smaller. In fact, it makes it bigger. Mm. And I've been on the other end of that where you're with someone and you're like, it's, you can't explain it. Some people you meet and you go, (laughs) (laughs) and when that happens in your partner, you have this like, oh no, what do I do? And it like makes you lie and they'll go. So for me, the way to approach it is like, if, and when that happens, like walk through it. In my life, that's been the end of a lot of my relationships is going like, hey, I had a skyrockets in flight moment. Let's talk about (laughs) it. And then, and then usually that ends. You want to talk about it. Yeah, because why not? That's better, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I my general rule is like, don't lie and don't introduce risk into a relationship. If you're having a sexual relationship with someone, you could get the clap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, what a perfect way to bring it all around. Yeah, clap. Thank you. Uh, but that, that gets hard. I've been in relationships where like communication gets really shut down. And like, again, at the end of a relationship, you, you're not thinking, you're like, you're, you hit this like weird pace of like what is happening in survival. And like, it feels like your relationship's going to die. And like that feeling feels like grief. Like it's not, it's mm-hmm. not a rational sadness. Breakups aren't. No. So I find it really hard. And now I kind of just, avoid, I don't know. I'm for sure a walled off person, even in relationships. I'm like, and on your side, <laughs> I, I used to never be able to accept, uh, I've been writing about this a little bit, but like, uh, I I wanted to get back together with my partners, mm-hmm. even if it didn't make sense, like after I got some distance. But like I did that like obsessively until re- super recently. And it was like a thing. And now even like any kind of breakup, it's like I am better about being like, no, this is over. And but it still takes me forever to grieve them crazy letting go is a crazy thing like yeah i've had to like let go of friendships after cancer and it's like only recently mm. with the aid of prozac which also they want to sponsor the show i'm available <laughs> <laughs> but should, um, that'd be a good yeah it's just been a lot easier to let go of of like any of the things just because it, it's it's easy to logically tell yourself like what you were just talking about scout where you're like well you know this is over yeah, it's it's a logical thing. It's like what that man said to you. You know, he's like, oh, most relationships. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. It's like you want to say to yourself like, oh, most people ain't shit or like, you know, not even in a mean way, like most people are bad people. But yeah. in a way where you're like, oh, you know what? Like not everyone's going to be, you know, a friend that stays in your life or like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, some people you thought of, of as one way and then it turned out that they're another way. And it's like it's the more you practice letting go, the easier it becomes. Sometimes when I buy something I really like, but that I know I don't need, I'll make myself give it to one of my friends. That's cool. Because I'm like, bitch, you don't need this. And like, it's a good habit to mm-hmm. give things you love to people you love. I love that. You should apply that better. to your relationships. You should just meet someone <laughs> incredible and gift them to your friends. You. I try to set people up if I think they go together. <clears> but it's 
hard. <laughs> it's hard because some people don't really seem like they're She's interested right in an 11, <laughs> 11 years of being single. No, I'm just <laughs> No, I would definitely hook Dave up. He'd be the first person I'd hook up if I met the right person for him. Yeah, I believe her. I try, to keep, I try to keep tabs on my single friends. And Same like, here, a little list. Yeah, just keep a little running list. People, I was just reading an article about this that like people people in this the dying article, art of the setup yes i read that too oh that's interesting i love because of like social Same. media and dating apps and stuff it's just like people aren't doing that anymore but it's like the best i forced my friends to do it when i and this i always wonder is like when is it an ex and when is it just someone you've dated so i'll say someone i've dated i feel like otherwise you have too many exes and it feels like failures mm. <laughs> like just it's just a relationship <laughs> that was about nine months and that was about the right length for it like, turn your l's into lessons we didn't have more than yeah. nine months in common <laughs> but good but i was i love we didn't have more than nine months <laughs> in common that's <laughs> an amazing way to view the relationship that it just ended that's great yeah but i had been as an out this was after the big breakup so it took me like a year to kind of feel open that's when the, the boys happen and then i was like another into like the second year and i was like i gotta not a lot of i can't find the lesbians they're, they're hiding and i would just like tell my friends my song i'm like by the way i'm single i'd love to date you know about me if you have any of the other ones mm-hmm. uh, you know about send me. Us an email, here's my card send us a textual message i'm on angie's list the <laughs> reviews are great <laughs> And on that note, Scout, Scout, where can they find you? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, on uh, uh, Instagram and Twitter, it's Scout Derwood. And then uh, we have uh, we did a digital series based off of the, the album, Take One Thing Off, which came out a little over a year ago. Then the digital series is coming out, we think, like September. We may beat that, but September right now is Ooh, the plan. And I love your fun video for that. Yeah. it's a, From that, we're doing a whole... Ugh, it's been a, it's been like a harrowing six like months. Like music doing it. videos for every. It's like sketching a song for. We're redoing all the videos except for that one, and it's like loosely narrative ish. But it because we did it super under budget, we took the rest of the music video budget and we're like, essentially produced like fifty something minutes of content with it. So that's why I was like, oh, we don't know our release date yet because we're it's just such a small team and we're like hacking through post. The label's been super understanding and like let us miss it. <laughs> but that's such a cool project. Yeah. Yeah. It's when people are like, just make stuff. I'm like, can we unpack what that is? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Because I've feel been staring so at a computer hard. for a month <laughs> and I've like, made I have been. an eighth you of the You haven't seen it, but I'm making it. I swear to God. <laughs> and then people will be like, I made a web series. And it's like them talking into their iPhone and they're like, <laughs> get nominated and for And you automatically Emmy. hate them, but you're trying to be supportive. Yeah. Basically, you're like, I should have done that. Yeah, but it's great. So follow Scout, you guys. Slide into those DMs. Scout, what's your handle on Instagram? Just Scout Derwood. Scout Derwood. Come dance. We do a monthly comedy music dance party with the DJ Hotel Cafe. Cool. It's totally stupid. And thank you for solving Dave's Dave's long six-year-old question. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. I'm glad I figured out who Everybody Oof. feels better knowing that Scout did, in fact, hook up with that yeah, girl. Yeah, I do feel better about that. Nice. Hey, High we, five. Let's get that yeah. sound on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed the latest episode of Reality Bites. If you liked what you heard, head on over to iTunes and leave us those five stars. And leave us a sexy review. Sexiest review gets a shout out on the pod. And if you guys have any questions for us to answer on the podcast about love or dating, just hit us up at realitybitespod at gmail.com. That's Bites with a Y. And make sure you follow us on all the socials. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. That's Reality Bites Pod. 
Bites with a Y. See you next Wednesday.